Desi, give me a call. Dad. Hi, Dad. It's Jess. I've sat here with my finger on this uh, mouse for about an hour trying to click record. It's definitely a hard thing to do to talk to you when you're not here. So I'm just going to get real for a minute. I haven't had the strength to talk to anybody. There have been so many that have reached out. And I I appreciate every single one of you. And I'm sure my dad loved each and every one of you with all of his heart. But unfortunately for me, I just... uh, Didn't have the strength to talk to anybody. So if if you've reached out, I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the condolences. It's a hard time for the family. It's a hard time for my mom, my brother, my cousins, my sisters. And it all happened so suddenly. Within a month... I was sitting at your bedside on your birthday. We were all supposed to have this big barbecue and celebrate your 80th birthday. But you weren't feeling too good that day. Guess the chemo and the amino therapy must have gotten to you. So I told you no problem. You know, we don't have to celebrate. Uh, you just rest. That's all you have to do. You getting better is my priority. We can only celebrate another day. Within a week, we come to learn that you had an, a rare infection in your lungs caused by the immunotherapy. And that it wasn't getting better. So unfortunately, that celebration never came. I sit here because I just, I just wanted to get some things off my chest. And I'm using this uh, podcast platform, the Pro Wrestling Shoot something that I always uh, envisioned doing as a way to reach not only my family, but a lot of our normal listeners and fans of professional wrestling to let them know what kind of man you were. You weren't just a man of integrity, but you were a man of many skills. You taught me just about everything I know. And I definitely got my ambition from you. This podcast is a is a form of proof. Is is as many pro wrestling podcasts as there are out there. I still wanted to give it a shot because I felt like we had something better to offer, which I still feel we do. 
Now that ambition came from you, Dad. You've taught me how to love. You've taught me how to forgive. You've taught me how to find myself, even in the darkest of times, like right now. Though it's hard to record this, and I've probably pressed stop a hundred times just in this short four minutes uh, to wipe the tears away. I just wanted to know how much you meant to every single one of us. And not only just every single one of us, but everybody you've come across, everybody that you've encountered, even simple people that work at Rite Aid or work at Safeway. They all loved a visit from you every day when you would come into shop. It's amazing that there's people out there in this world that you just don't hear one bad thing about. And you're one of them. It's amazing how many people loved you. You were a father to me, Tim, Rick, Cheryl, and Paulette. But to so many others, you were Papa. You were a wonderful husband to mom for about 50 years. All she's ever known is you. We're all a little bit lost right now. You've encountered other people along the way. One of them being my wife. And your love was so infectious to to her and her family that all of them were lost as well. My wife thought the world of you. You were one of her best friends. And she couldn't wait to come and visit you. Unfortunately, what we didn't know was that we would be visiting you for the last time. A few days ago, as you were in the hospice home, we visited you three times a day for two days. As exhausting as it was to see you in so much pain, we continued to go back because I didn't want you to be alone. And on the third day, I was so exhausted that my brother Tim said that he was going to go and see you. And for some reason, this took a weight off my shoulders for just a short period of time thinking, okay, he can go and see him today. I just need a break. It's the first day that I haven't completely lost my mind in tears stomach and knots and I was finally somewhat kind of relaxed and then my wife comes home and tells me that we have to go see him because your mom had promised him that you were going to come 
immediately without hesitation, I got up off the couch, put my shoes on and went to go see you. I got all gowned up, put my mask on, put my goggles on and went into the room with Ivania. We went into the room to see that your uh, breathing has had declined more than it had the day before. So I just wanted to let you know that I made it. I was there. I said, Dad, I'm right here. I grabbed your hands, but I didn't get much response. Um, so I, I said to your in, into your ear, Dad, um, if you can hear me and you know that I'm here, squeeze my hand. Instead of squeezing my hand, you shrugged your shoulders. I said, Dad, Ivania's here too, as she told you that she loved you. And I know you heard her because you shrugged your shoulders again. And then we watched as you took your last breath. By the grace of God, I was able to make it to the room so that you wouldn't be alone. I love you, Dad. And it's never going to be the same without you. The one thing that I'll get to keep was the work ethic you taught me, the love you shared, and the recipe to cook a mean steak. That'll never go away. And neither will us missing you. You left quite the hole when you left. After Rick died, um, it was sad. And we were crushed, and we still are crushed to this day, but this one just felt different. The man that I've looked up to my entire life, that I've learned everything from, the guy that always had the answers that I was looking for, no matter what the question was that I was asking, is no longer here. And I just don't know what I'm going to do without you. Though I'll have the strength to carry on, nothing could ever replace that. I feel like everybody in their life should have that one person that they just trust that whatever they said goes. You knew that he was right and nobody could tell you otherwise. That's how I felt about my dad. During this time, Dad, I think that if you were more coherent, you would have learned that uh, Tim really stepped it up. Really stepped it up. He took care of Nicole, took care of Mom as her foot was hurt. Everybody got COVID during this time, which was a terrible Way to go. I just... We weren't even able to hug each other after you passed. 
but Tim carried through all of this and really became the man of the house. I think you'd be proud of him. Because I know I am. All right. just want to tell you a little bit about my dad. My dad was a, a retired pipe fitter. Worked his entire life to give us everything we had. Though we weren't rich, we sure felt like it. He's married for almost 50 years to my mom. He was born in West Virginia. He moved us. Uh, I was born in California in Orange County. He moved us to Washington State when I was about 11 years old. And we resided in the Tri-Cities for 25 years. He has many friends, though I won't mention them all on here. Just know that you guys are loved, and he enjoyed his time visiting with each and every one of you. My dad was a fixer. He could fix everything, as you heard earlier. He was just that guy to call. Always had the answer. Always had a solution. No matter how big the problem was. My dad adopted uh, Nicole as a baby. And at the time that she, they, him and my mom had adopted Nicole, I thought it was a huge mistake because of how old my parents were. But after I seen that little girl light up my dad's face, I realized that it couldn't have been the better choice to do. Once again, my hero coming to save somebody else's life. You've taken in many kids along the years. All of them now call you Papa to this day. Um, you've recovered a lot of lives. People who were struggling with addiction. People just depressed. or People just lost their way. You'd graciously open your arms and take them into your home. Nine times out of ten, they would leave a better person. Now, I don't want to give all the credit to my dad, because my mom uh, was contributed just as much to this. It's a really hard time. Um, but I just want you to know that what little family we have left will pull through and we'll be okay. Though I'd do anything to have you sitting right here and having this conversation in person instead of me recording this, I'd sure love to hear your voice talk back. The only thing that makes me feel somewhat at peace couple things actually one is you're no longer going through all this pain you went from May 26th to June 26th until the day you die with agony not eating 
not being able to breathe, stuck to machines, filled up with medication. And I'm just glad that's over. We didn't plan for this to be so sudden. Um, as a matter of fact, to, to my normal listeners, um, when I announced that my father had cancer, we didn't think that this was going to be a short process at all. We thought this was going to be very long. Um, he had over a year of chemo. So, you know, we were planning, you know, well, dad's got a year of chemo. So he'll be here for at least that time, right? I guess we were wrong because the chemo and the immunotherapy did so much damage to your body at 80 years old that unfortunately you weren't strong enough to fight it off. And that's okay too, Dad. You've been Superman my whole life. I think you deserve a rest and I think you deserve a break. And that's what you have now. We're always going to miss you. We're always going to love you. And nothing could ever replace you. Not as a friend, not as a husband, not as a father. And not as a person. Because people like you in this world that we live in today are so rare to come by. So in closing, I love you, Dad. I love you with all my heart. You're the greatest father in the world. You're the greatest grandfather in the world. Stars sure going to miss you. I know all the kids that call you Papa are sure going to miss you. Or Pops. <laughs> Riley. Anae. Alou. Rowan. The new additions to the family. That you so loved. At this time, I'd just like to say thank you to my wife, Ivania Carter. Without you, I don't know what I would do today. Though I didn't want to be around any friends, I didn't want any condolences in person. Um, you were the one person that I wanted to see and be around besides my mom and my brother and my sisters and my daughters. You were, you were there for me with Rick's death. And you were there for me through my dad's death. And I think he was happy to know that you were there when he passed too. Because he loved you so much. God, did he love you. <sighs> Funny story is, when I first uh, <laughs> introduced Ivania to my dad, he was in complete shock that I had brought home somebody so beautiful 
I almost think that he fell in love with her that day. <laughs> he always loved his her hugs. He always loved her kisses. He always loved her. And for that, I'm eternal, eternally grateful and blessed. So thank you. Thank you, babe, for being here in my life, for being here in my dad's life, in my mom's life. To everybody else, thank you so much for reaching out. And if I haven't gotten back to you, I apologize. It's coming. I just need time. This one has hit hard. And all of us just feel lost at the moment. Like the whole world has stopped spinning. I've experienced death before, but never quite like this. I guess when you lose somebody that's so close, this is what it feels like. And I almost feel bad for everybody who reaches out because I know with sincerity that you guys mean every word that you say, but what do you say to somebody who is grieving this hard? It's kind of hard to reach out with love. It's kind of hard to say something you know is not going to help. But it does help. So thank you, everybody that has reached out. It's good to know that my dad was loved by so many. On the post that I made on social media about telling my dad goodbye on rest, rest in peace and all the stuff that I wrote. What I loved the most was people that came in and commented and tell, told their stories about him. Just their interactions. You know, Ron always had a good sense of humor. Ron was always talkative and, and loved talking to me even though nobody else was in the house. Just little things like that just bring joy to my heart because that's how dad was. He could spark a conversation with anybody. You can be the most uninteresting person in the world and my dad would find something in common with you. It's amazing. Anyway, this is my message to you, Dad. Know that everything is going to be all right. And know that when the gates open wide, I'll sit there in awe with you. I love you, and I'll miss you every single day. And so will Mom, Tim, Paulette, Cheryl. Star, Ivanya, Kenya, Osiris, Joshua, Pam, Alu, Rowan, Anae, 
Riley, Hilton, Chepe, our cousins Candy, Anthony, Harry, and our Aunt Marion. Everybody will miss you for the rest of our days. But we all know this ain't the end. We'll see each other again. Maybe this time we'll make more memories. In the description of this podcast, there's going to be a GoFundMe. This is to help mom and Tim with uh, some of the funeral arrangements. I don't know if there's going to be a funeral, but maybe a celebration of life. Um, some some bill money that they needed to take care of when dad passed and other expenses that came along with this untimely death. You don't have to donate, but it would mean the world to them. We all live in hard times right now. And unfortunately for my mom, um, this is going to be the hardest time of her life. So any little bit counts. In the description, there'll be the link to the GoFundMe. Don't feel obligated because my dad would hate that. My dad, everybody knows my dad was a very prideful man um, who would probably be strangling me right now if he even knew that we had a GoFundMe up. <laughs> But there is one. And, uh, you know, sometimes people need a little bit of help. And that's where you come in. We love you guys. Thank you so much for everything you've done. If you've come into my life 10 years ago, if you've come into my life two years ago, it doesn't matter. If you've met my parents... You know that they love you for eternity. My love may fade for some people, but my parents sure sure hasn't. <laughs> they love they love everybody forever, and it's incredible. And I wish I had that. So thank you, thank you for the memories, Dad. Thank you for all the lives you've touched, for the people you've saved. And for the smiles you put on many faces. We love you, Dad. We love you, Pops. We love you, Papa.